If someone would have told you that you didn't have to work so hard to run your business, would you listen to them? It's time to re-examine how much effort you're pouring into your day-to-day and where you're focusing your energy. The amount of elbow grease that you pour into what you do these days might even be a continuation of the gusto that you gave to the hard work you did all throughout your school years. Is it all really necessary? Um... That's not rhetorical. Our guest is going to answer this one for you. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, let's dig into the way we think the world works and the way it actually really does. I'm going to let a guy named Frank walk you through his business blunder. And it very likely might be one that you're still making right now. It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Frank Agan. He's the president of AmSpirit Business Connections, an organization that empowers entrepreneurs, sales representatives, and professionals to become successful through networking. And Frank's the author of several books, including Foundational Networking, Creating Know, Like, and Trust for a Lifetime of Extraordinary Success. How could such a polished guy even have a business blunder? I'm sure you're wondering. At one point when I was in college, I adopted this singular mindset or belief as to what I needed to do to be successful. It wasn't any great revelation. You work hard in school, challenge yourself, get good grades, accumulate awards, degrees, and achievements, and boom, the world is your oyster. So I leaned into that notion. I studied hard in college, got great grades, and was recognized for my efforts, Dean's List, Phi Beta Kappa, and other awards. And that led me to law school at The Ohio State University, where I continued the process, study hard, achieve, grind away. After all, a law degree from a Big Ten university was prestigious. Are you exhausted? I'm already exhausted. I mean, staying awake throughout one day of school was a challenge in and of itself. But we were all told the same exact thing. The more attention you pay to achieving the highest of heights, racking up all the top awards, joining and leading all the school clubs, you could really be somebody. Frank went all the way to law school. But did he stop there? Ohio State had a program where I could also get an MBA at the same time. Wow, right? One top flight institution, two postgraduate degrees, only a few people accomplished that each year. Felt like I was setting myself up for life. You see, from there, I was hired by an international accounting firm to be a tax consultant. Wow, great job, great clients, great pay, top floors in a big glass building. It felt like I had arrived. And they would pay for me to get a CPA, another credential to go with the countless other ones I had. Two post-grad degrees and another credential? International accounting firm? 
you only felt like you had arrived? But all the movies tell us that you have arrived. You're living large. Wait, why are we gloating about all this again? As educated and accomplished as I was, it wasn't enough. In that environment, everyone had a similar background. Everyone had great education. Everyone was smart. Everyone had an amazing experience or story to tell. To stand out, I thought I had to differentiate myself with hard work. And so I did. Let's do the math. What's a lot of work, hour after hour, day after day? Plus that feeling you get when you don't think any of that hard work paid off? You get burnout. When you've been told that grinding is the name of the game, that's what you do. Push yourself to your limits? Why not? When you believe that it's what sets you apart from everyone else, and you're like Frank, you go for it. Hard work is not really a great differentiator, if you will. In time, I started to burn out at the firm. I was not happy about the work or the hours, and the path to success really wasn't clear. So after six and a half years, I left, and I went into the private practice of law. At that point, I had a law degree, an MBA, a CPA, loads of experience, and best of all, I was working out of, our, out of a spare room in our house, and so I could charge a mere fraction of what my firm did. But a funny thing happened to me when I went into the private practice of law. The funny thing was that nothing happened. Nothing? But all that work. No one really cared. The degrees, the grades, the accomplishments, none of it seemed to matter. I felt like everything I had would just open doors for me. Just the background, the accomplishments, just a resume would open things up. It didn't work. I felt totally defeated and somewhat lost. I not only feel for Frank on this one, I feel for everybody who's been sold the same story. Whether it's the degrees you worked so hard to get, or that first job you took that ruined your days and weeks, all the way to the running of your business. In our very own industry, there's a work-hard vocabulary woven into the fabric of our conversations and our advice. Keep grinding. Good things happen to those who hustle. Don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. We're told that if we just work ourselves to the bone, that's all, we'll matter. We'll be taken more seriously. We'll achieve the highest of esteem among our peers, our clients, and our mentors. We'll be somebody. Ugh. One day I was invited to a meeting that involved a diverse collection of business professionals. Everyone did something different. And at it, we learned about each other and we exchanged referrals. After all, my very few clients needed what these other people did and their clients needed legal help from time to time. The gist of the group was summed up in one phrase, and it was a phrase that changed my life. Just help other people and trust that they will help you in return. Wow, doing well in school, learning, accomplishments, hard work, each of those, all of those are important to success. But relationships, relationships are vital. Yeah, it's true. They don't teach that in school. They don't tell you that when you first start your business. Here's how much I agree with Frank. At every TV interview, podcast appearance, or speaking gig I've ever done, someone's always bound to ask me, so, 
what's your number one piece of advice you'd give to people just starting out in entrepreneurship? And my answer is always the same. Go meet people, I tell them. And it's laughed off. Or they ask me for a second tip. Because it doesn't seem important enough to the person asking the question. How could something so simple be so powerful? When you care about other people and work hard to help them, they cannot help but do the same for you. That's called building a relationship. That notion is at the very heart of humanity. It's true of any race, any religion, any political affiliation. The goodness you put into the world to build relationships and help other people comes back to you. That notion is reliable enough that if you commit to it, in time, you will meet with success. Fast forward to today. I continued on with that group as its attorney. But at one point, I had the opportunity to buy the organization behind that group. It's called Amspirit Business Connections, and through it, we help entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals become more successful following that simple guideline that I learned all those years ago. Help other people and trust that they will help you in return. I couldn't have said it better myself. And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for $75,000 in funding, mentorship, and a highly supportive community to help grow your business? Look no further than Chicago-based accelerator program, Food Foundry. Built in partnership with Relishworks and Gordon Food Service, specifically designed for early stage companies disrupting the food industry. As they head into their fifth year, Food Foundry is looking for any and all startups disrupting the food and food service industry. They're talking food tech startups, AI, robotics, automation, unique packaging solutions, sustainability technology. Basically, if you're doing really cool things in and around the food space, Food Foundry wants to hear from you. Applications for their fifth cohort are now open and they'll run through October 23rd. So go on, apply on thefoodfoundry.com. That's the Food Foundry, F-O-U-N-D-R-Y dot com. You don't call, you don't write, do both. Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave a message. Ask any question at all so that I can answer it and talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. You can find more episodes at iTunes, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Frank for making this podcast with me. You can meet Frank at frankagin.com. That's F-R-A-N-K-A-G-I-N.com to find out more about Am Spirit Business Connections and all of his podcasting inspo. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>